then the show, the first day of the show was over. And what we did immediately after that show was Semnox was having an appreciation party, which they invited me to, and I really appreciate them inviting me. I'm not a customer of theirs yet, but a, certainly a potential one. So I went to their their after party for that day. That was Tuesday night. And it was very, very nice. We went to a game time there in Kissimmee, Florida. They uh, bust us out there. And David McKillops, he's the CEO of Chuck E. Cheese. And he did a, a lot of talking. He did a speech there with Bob Cooney. And it was nice hearing from them both and what their, their views were on the COVID and how Chuck E. Cheese come through this because they were on the verge of bankruptcy. I think they did declare bankruptcy. I'm not sure. But they've come out of it and they're doing strong. And it was nice hearing that story. Very, very interesting. So I got to see a lot of games in the field at game time. And I, there was a couple that I hadn't saw in, that I played. And I thought they were pretty interesting. There, there was a game there that looked just like LAI's Pearl Fishery. And I think, so they, I'm not sure, but I'm thinking they licensed it from this company because it was the same game, but just a different company. And it was a Chinese company. So I'm thinking they just licensed that game from there. And I, I thought it was interesting that they had it. And then they had a SpongeBob and all those as well, Minions. So just just like any of them, the ones without the cards aren't going to do as well. It's just the nature of the beast. But they had a nice offering there. They had several pieces in that game room. And it was a, it was a nice place. And thank you, Semnox, for inviting me and buying me a couple drinks and some dinner. And it was a lot of fun. So the next morning would have been Wednesday morning. I had the uh, the fair at the hotel again from their breakfast buffet. Really good at the Rosen Center. Nice fresh juice. They got fresh fruit out there. Very, very good spread, no matter what your tastes are. So I hit the floor again, and this time I did a little more in-depth look at some of the games that I was interested in, which I went over already with you. And then I hit, I wanted to see what some of the redemption offerings were so i looked a little closer at a and a global such bmi i like the dave schwartz out there at bmi and good guy rhode island and i don't know there's quite a few of them out there i like looking at them all and seeing what they have to offer because they all have something to offer and i also checked out uh sure shot but sure shots on the west coast so uh shipping's a little bit different from there it's a different dynamic so if you're on the West Coast, I would definitely look at them too. And I'm trying, I'm looking it up right now because I want to give a shout out to all my friends in a FEC Operators Facebook group. If you're not in it, uh, just type in on Facebook FEC Operators and join the group. You get a lot of insight there, a lot of uh, a lot of information. People share ideas and opinions of products. It's a lot of fun, but I had a young lady there from SureShot that asked me to stop by the booth. And I did. I went and saw her. It was nice to speak to her. She had laryngitis, so she she really couldn't couldn't speak. So hopefully uh everything's good with her. I think it was a I think her name was Sandra Doyle. Yeah, Sandra Doyle. She was in the Sure Shot booth. So, Sandra, I'm giving you a shout-out on the podcast. I don't know if you listen or not. 
but you're on it and I'm going to let you know in the group. So if anybody's interested in uh, getting another set of information, join the FEC operators group on Facebook. A great, great bunch. Like everybody in there. A lot of uh, great ideas are shared there. But anyway, I was at the ANA Global booth and I they got some interesting interesting stuff there and I do get a lot of it I I like their uh they got the nerf they got the nerf line and having those nerf guns really cool great sellers the Zuma bows they just have nice packaging on a lot of these toy sets that they have and I I like putting that stuff on my wall. Great wall hanging stuff. And and like I told you before, the candies, they have these candies that are just, they fly off the shelves. And I just can't get enough of them, to be honest with you. I keep ordering it. They're out of stock, obviously. Every place is out of stock with stuff right now. But as soon as they get it, they know to send it to me. And they have Icy. They have, uh, what what's the one with the dog? It's Slush Puppy. They have whole lines by them and then obviously Tootsie Pop but there are so many different types of these candy slash toys kids go nuts over them works great and then a couple things that I saw that really caught my eye where they have these giant Tootsie Pops and I mean these things are about the size of a softball so that's very interesting and I think those are going to go really well at the redemption counter so good job guys I I like the prizes and the stuff that you have. Now they have a nostalgia line that I think is really neat. It's a they it's a s'mores maker. They got three of them. They got a s'mores maker and a shaved ice maker. And I'm trying to I can't think of what the other one is right offhand. I think it's a little popcorn popper, but those things are great. They make a good, you know, medium high end prize. So definitely check them out. And, the, and like I told you before, they got the, the Bob Ross toasters. <laughs> I don't know about that so much, but I don't know. I don't know why Bob Ross is suddenly so popular, but interesting nevertheless. But I get Disney toasters from them. And like I said before, they got these uh, big SpongeBob plush, medium SpongeBob plush, small SpongeBob plush. Good pricing. I, I know that a lot of you get the alien heads from ANA Global. Great price for a piece of plush. Throw them in a crane, redeem them at your redemption counter. Good stuff. They got all kinds of uh, Paw Patrol in uh, D.C. So, good stuff. I mean, they're always coming out with neat products. And all the re all the redemption companies are. I just, my go-to, like I said, is uh, A&A Global. Now, I did see it. I wanted to look more into this. They have a game, and they actually had a couple games where they had Harlequin at Bondi Namco and they had like it looked like a carousel it had jokers heads coming up in four different stations there's four different stations that look like a like a whack-a-mole but with joker but with four stations on it great presentation I really want to know what that game is if anybody does know please send me an email at tim at fectalk.com that game was very interesting, and I wanted to look more into that too. But Bondi Namco always have all the Pac-Man and Galaga and such, and it's such a great booth. And the, 
what they do is when they put their booth down, they have a carpet that they put down first that's a a Pac-Man maze. Nice touch. They got nice little uh, stools there with the theme of Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man, etc. So they do a great job, great presentation. I really, I really enjoy their booth going there. Now, the night after that show, I did a couple different things. I went and had dinner. And I went and had dinner at the Shingle Creek Rosen Hotel, the restaurant in there. And wow, that was a really good, really good place. I had the bone-in ribeye, and then a guy there with me, he had the sea bass, and we just kind of split it in half and had each. Now I'm going to (laughs) say, I I don't know which I liked more. They were both really good. It was delicious. It was a great meal. So that's that the Shingle Creek restaurant in the Rosen Hotel. And I went and peeked in the hotel because I'm in the hotel industry. And I really thought it was neat that they had a zebra finch family. A big a big cage there with a zebra finch family in it. And they had their nests. And it was just really cool to see all these little birds hopping around and enjoying one another. They had a fact sheet on it. See, we do something similar in the warm months there at at the lodge. We have peacocks and we have pigeons. And we have them in an outdoor aviary. And people enjoy that too. I just thought it was really neat that they had it inside. And it's a great idea. Something to look into anyway. So from there, it was time to go to the Schaefer Distributing After Party, their appreciation party. I had a great time. Scott Schaefer is an awesome guy, and I'm going to give a shout-out to him. Uh, my rep from Schaefer Distributing is Byron Howard, Howard, and he is retiring in February. And it's been a great honor and a great pleasure And I have bought the bulk of my games from Byron. It was uh, good to have this last party with him. And he's he's a great guy. Now, I I do say that if, uh, and I'm, you know me, I'm a guy that doesn't like to keep all my eggs in one basket. And I do that with my distributors as well. So, you know, while I was there, though, I I don't really want to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, here comes... Brittany Betty and her dad Stephen Betty. They were eating a having dinner up in the restaurant next to where where we were having this appreciation party. And she she and her dad came in and sat by me and talked with me. And I personally I don't think that I could ever do that, but it was brazen. But wow, it was epic that you would go to somebody a competitor's appreciation party and my hat's off to her and her father and they did it in a professional and well-meaning manner so i i give them the the pass for the raisinness and i give them all the pluses for just coolness great couple of people and my hat's off to them both Brittany was very epic so great job so we continued the party, and then I just didn't have it in me to, to uh, stay out to the wee hours of the morning that night. Uh, my friends, Jenna and Rob, stayed in because Jenna wasn't feeling so good that night. So I got a good night's sleep that night. It was very nice. Probably went to sleep around 1 o'clock instead of staying out until 5.30, 6.30 in the morning. 
So it was nice for a change. And then going back to the show for the, the next round of fun. So the the day started for Thursday. See, I I went home on Thursday afternoon. But the day started in the morning. I went to uh, Denny's and had breakfast with Jerry Clothier and Joe McCormick from A&A Global. It's just something that we've done every year. And I appreciate those guys, and I appreciate the, the time I get to spend with them. So thank you for breakfast, guys. It was uh, it was nice to have a nice conversation with you, and it wasn't all about the industry either. So very good stuff. Very good stuff. So what I did was I, I wanted to tie up all the loose ends I had from the days before. So there were some things that I had to see, and I went and looked at them at, at the... What is it? Laser Force has a an axe throwing interactive game. So what it is is it's axe throwing, real axe throwing, but they have targets. They project targets, and I think it's very innovative. And I think it's gonna, if you have real axe throwing, you really need to look into this because I think you could, it's just something that you could put on top of your axe throwing, and add a whole new dimension to it. Actually, several dimensions. You could play tic tac toe. They had several, several games. Great ideas. So Byron Howard from Schaefer is the one that told me about this. And wow, I I totally got off tangent when I was talking about them. So I want to talk about them more here in a minute. But this axe game is very cool. So have a look into that if you have axe throwing. Because this is going to boost your revenue like nothing else in my opinion. So have a look at it if you're into axe throwing, if you have it or you want to get it. Now, back to the distributors. Like I said, I've been working with Byron Howard for years. Great guy. I, I sat on the board with him at the MCMOA, and he is a cut above. And it, it's kind of sad that he's moving on, but that's what we do. He's going to do some interesting things with his wife and children and have a good good old time and forget all about the industry, I'm sure. And then uh, if you need anything, you know, and you want to not put all your eggs in one basket, what I suggest is working with Scott Schaefer or George Speakman at, at Schaefer Distributing. I highly recommend Brittany Betty at uh, Betson. There's uh, Brian Conway for the Midwest. They, they got a lot of class act people, you know, throughout the country that can represent you. I recommend... Brent McKinnon at Moss Distributing. He's he's a great guy too. Fun to work with and he's going to work hard for you. So what I recommend is working with all three of them. Get a quote from all three of them because you're doing your due diligence. That way you're keeping them honest and you're keeping your options open. But like I said, if you're going to get a big game room and you want that full service, then you're going to go with Brittany, Brittany Betty for sure. Scott Schaefer can do that for you too. Brent, he is more of the one to five sales, I think, but he'll do a great job for you and get you really good pricing. So don't put all your eggs in one basket, get quotes from all of them, make all of them work for you and go by price or go by who you like. That's what it's all about. Meeting new people, having fun and making choices that are good for you. Sometimes for me, relationship trumps price so that's just the way the way it is so one of the other things i wanted to do was i totally forgot about this new uh 
game by Pipeline Games, so I wanted to race over there and have a look at it. And let me say, Gary, when you have a new game, don't have it facing in towards your booth. Have it facing out towards the aisle. That's why I missed it the first time. So they have this game called Racing for Prizes, and I wanted to have a look at it. It's a simple game that dispenses two-inch capsules, and I wanted to have a look at that. And it was, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger footprint than what it is. And it was smaller than what I thought, so it was it put it definitely on the the want list for me. So good job there, guys. So overall, my takeaways and the things that stood out for me, the hungry, hungry hippos from Adrenaline really stood out. I think that that was the the biggest eye popper for me. A great presentation really good draw to it people are going to love the theme i just don't know how mechanically sound it'll be that would be my only concern axe master by baytech was a great one really uh i think that thing is going to make a lot of money for people there's just no way around it it's uh, a beautiful piece a great idea of taking axe throwing and putting it in the redemption market that's a real great idea so that is definitely going to be a winner i thought that the jet pong by my buddy terry was a good piece too and that's something that you should definitely look at if you serve alcohol you have a bar in there that is something you definitely need to have a look at it's a beautiful piece and just the way it works it shoots a air the ball just floats in the air you grab the ball right out of the air people are going to love that i like the plinko by coastal it's not a new game but it was just one that i had forgotten about and they put it back in the show give me a good reminder of it and i like the smaller footprint of the ring toss by coastal amusement i thought rocking and rolling by jet games was interesting it's a smaller footprint something you could fit fit in those little nooks and crannies it's it's longer but narrow and sometimes that's what you need to put in like a little recessed hall or between some tables or whatnot I thought if you don't have a Wizard of Oz and you're in the market to get one, the Emerald City Edition was a great reskin of that game. It's beautiful. I just, I liked it. Really good piece. So Baytech, Rock the Rim, that was a good one. Obviously, I talked about the Axe Master. That's a no-brainer. But Rock the Rim, if you're looking for a basketball game, and look, most of us already have this niche filled. Mine is not anymore. My old ice one's wore out but those things were like 35 years old when they first came out they lasted forever but this is a beautiful piece and i like it now i don't expect any of these new basketball games to last 30 years like the ice ice one did but the baytech one looks pretty quality i like it and when i played it not a lot of bounce back back out of the play field you know how when you're playing a basketball, all of a sudden like, a lot of them shoot out? This one had a good control over that, and I liked it. So I did say that I was going to tell a story I heard at the Schaefer party from one of the the lady that pretty much runs Bay Tech right now. She's been there for 20 years. I asked her to tell me a unique story about Bay Tech for the podcast, and she indulged me. And it was a great story. So when she first started there, they... They would always, and I think they still do this, They everybody would come up with an idea for a game. And the idea at the time was the wheel, the big wheel from Price is Right. They wanted to make a big wheel game where you spun it. If you got a dollar, you won the jackpot. And what you did was you wanted to spin it twice to get, you know, if you landed on 
50 cents, you wanted to land on 50 cents again, etc. And they were working on this, and they kept working on it and working on it. And they did like nine years. This thing was, they'd go back to it over and over again. And they finally made whiteboard out of it, which is a like a prototype out of cheap material. And what they'd do is they'd spin it and think about what they wanted to do with it. And then they finally made it into a game, and they and they kept revisiting it. And they called it, get this, the Big Ass Wheel. So they would keep revisiting the Big Ass Wheel and, you know, spin it, come up with ideas. And then they come up with that. They're in Wisconsin. They come up with this idea. It's like, hey, we're, we're a state of bass fishermen. Let's, let's license this with <laughs> bass. So it went from the Big Ass Wheel to the Big Bass Wheel. So... Thank you so much for that story, and I love being able to share it. So that was the a takeaway from Baytech. So some of the things that they do behind the scenes are pretty interesting to me, and that was one of them for sure. So my overall from the IAPA show, it, it wasn't the IAPA show of 2019 by far. Now, personally, my greedy thinking was, hey, all these companies all across the country, there was a lot of downtime, lockdown time. It's like, it's a great idea, to, a great time to come up with great ideas for new games. But the truth be told, nobody was thinking about that at the time. Everybody was thinking about all the things that were going on in the country. There was an election going on. There was a pandemic. Things were getting shut down. We had mask protocols. Every state was different and shipping logistics went crazy. So I understand why there's not a lot of new offerings. And some of the offerings aren't as innovative or eye-popping. Like I said about that ticket coaster from Andamiro, I'm glad they came out with something new. But I think that the reason that they didn't come out with the SpongeBob Bikini Bottom Bay, well, I'm just speculating. I don't know why they didn't but maybe they couldn't get parts, etc. It was easier to get stuff for this because it didn't have, it was, it isn't so involved. It doesn't have a lot of dynamic to it. And it made it easier for them to put out this piece than that piece. And that's just my train of thinking because I, I think that's how it went down. I don't know though. But I, I appreciate the fact that these companies did all offer something. It might not have been the most innovative or best, but everybody did their best to try to come up with something new. So everybody, all of you manufacturers, all of you, thank you very much for the efforts that you put in. Thank you very much for the efforts you put in setting up the show, getting your booths all set up, and then tearing them down at the end of the show. And then the logistics of shipping everything. I know it's not easy, and I just want to speak on behalf of the industry all of you manufacturers all of you vendors everybody that had a booth thank you so much for what you did and putting this presentation on all the people at iapa thank you so much we really appreciate it now the overall thing of the show was i'd say it was two-thirds of what it was in 2019 i see they had it kind of cordoned off in areas because they didn't have this you know they didn't want to have a bunch of empty space and the aisles were a lot bigger. But I expect the next one is going to be even better and the one after that even better than that. It's just going to get better and better from, and we're going to put this pandemic behind us. It's all going to be a good thing. 
So I really appreciate what they put into it, what everybody put into it. And it was nice seeing all my friends. Jenna, Rob, thank you so much for spending time with me. It, it really shows what a great friendship that you can make at these shows. Brian Duke, thank you for everything that you did. All the guys at Semnox, thank you for hospitality. Joe and Jerry over at ANA Global and their whole team, thank you for the hospitality. Brittany Betty, thank you so much for crashing the competitor's party. Scott Schaefer, George, the whole team over there at Schaefer, thank you so much for putting on the party and just being a bunch of great guys. And everybody there, I, all my friends. Terry, it was nice having breakfast with you on that first day. And I really appreciate all the information that you give me and your story and your friendship. Thank you very much. So this is going to be our IAPA recap for the IAPA Expo 2021. My name is Tim. I'm with FEC Talk. And if you have any questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on the show or sponsor the show, please give me an email at Tim at fectalk.com so i really appreciate all of you i appreciate all my friends in facebook land twitter land uh fec operators in, in facebook like i said if you're not part of that group whether you're a manufacturer an operator uh fec owner you should really uh really consider joining it it's just go to facebook and type in fec space operators and you'll see that i'm in there and a bunch of people you probably know are in there already it's a great group share ideas it's not my group but i do spend a lot of time in there and share my podcast there all right thank you so much everybody and have a great time. I hope that if you did go to the IAPA Expo 2021 that you got a lot out of it. Now, I did uh, I did get a couple emails from people that were saying that, uh, you know, some of the events weren't as good. But that's going to happen, especially after a pandemic. But this is Tim with FEC Talk signing out. Have a great day, everybody.